What's up, YouTube? I'm Robert, and this is the Biker Bar, episode 46. I can't believe it. Here we are coming into the second season, hot and and, and hot, and I don't even know what else I'm going to say, because no matter what, it's going to sound like a bad joke. So anyways, I'm really excited about tonight's show. Um, first things first, though, I want to thank everybody for stopping by. If you're new here, please do me a favor and hit the subscribe button. It's a uh, a brand new channel so it's important to get you guys to subscribe so that you'll know for the uh, notifications and stuff like that whenever i'm putting out some stuff and then also there's like certain things that i just can't do with my channel until i have enough subscribers so if you hit that subscribe button man i will be extremely happy and if you like see a post that you like like sometimes i've been doing all these clips during the week you see one you, you dig share it because I need to get the word out. Otherwise, it's just going to be like me and six other people in here watching watching these uh, live streams, which I'm enjoying. But hopefully you guys are too. And you'll hit that like button, the subscribe button, and then we'll be good to go. Outside of that, I do want to talk for just a second about my show sponsor that I have is Project 321. If you guys heard me talk about it last week, he's been um, Jake is the guy that owns the company. They're out of Bend, Oregon. They make high quality hubs so if you're looking for a gravel hub or an mtb hub you like lots of colors they're a good place to go because they have great hubs i've been riding them for man it's been probably well over 10 years maybe even almost 15 years i've been riding my bikes with their hubs and um not to say i don't have other hubs too but um i i really enjoy it it's got a mat his new driver which is what he uses in all of his hubs now is magnetic which is kind of cool so whenever you're doing some um maintenance on your hub and you're moving those paws around you don't shoot one of those springs across the room like and then have to figure out where you're coming up with a new spring so that's pretty cool they also have a wider uh hub flange on them which is a little harder to machine but according to him it's uh it's better so you can get those with 144 points of engagement or with 216 points of engagement, which is um, a boatload. You definitely notice if you have a lower end hub now or like maybe you bought the bottom of the line bike and you're trying to build it up to something, something better, um, you'll notice a huge difference with that much engagement. So the other thing is please, uh, there are a bunch of other sponsors all those guys, you know who you are, everybody that's on Patreon. I really appreciate you guys, all of you. Seriously, this channel and the other channel, the biker channel wouldn't be happening if you guys weren't there. If you want to be part of that, swing by patreon.com slash B1KER. That's the biker Patreon. You can get yourself some stickers. You can get yourself some early release videos, or you can just help me put beer in the beer fridge, which has been needed as of lately. I don't know why. Maybe it's this whole uh, pandemic thing going on. I'm drinking everything that's in there. So let's go ahead and get started. So this week, I'm pretty excited, man. We have uh, somebody that was actually on the second episode of the first season, which is Alex from Single Track Sampler. I'm assuming that you guys all know who he is. So I'm going to go ahead and throw him up onto the stream here. What's up, Alex? Hello, what's up? Not doing, much, man? man. Oh, dude, I'm doing good, man. I'm stoked that we're here, man. I'm Freaking... stoked to be here, dude. I'm ready to hang and have a beer. Right? You were just <laughs> telling me before the stream that you haven't haven't had a beer in a while. I have not been drinking, and um, it's been kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> but and it, for like a lot of different reasons. First of all, I'm trying to like get, really get in shape. 
So that's kind of the impetus. And I mean, we're also on quarantine, so yeah. um, I'm not sure I, I would be allowed to break quarantine to go get beer. I don't know if that's a valid reason. Probably <laughs> is, but you know, it does make every time I do get to have a beer even better though. So right. it's pretty sweet. It's pretty sweet. I went over and hung with Johnny from Crafted Workshop and we had a couple cocktails and it was like, <sighs> it's been so long. So I'm go. looking forward to it. Yeah. There you go. Right on, man. So you guys, you guys have been locked down pretty hard, huh? Yeah. You know, we're taking it, you know, we're taking it seriously. There's no reason not to really. We've got everything we need here and we can pretty much continue per usual. And, you know, Seth has asthma. So if, if he uh, were to get this, it'd be pretty, pretty serious. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we're acting accordingly and I'm a guest in the house and I, uh, I was just going to follow suit, you know? Yeah. Just yeah. No, totally do whatever do it, do whatever they decided. And, um, and yeah, well, it's been totally cool with me. The, the asthma thing makes a lot of sense. At first, whenever right. I was watching the other video the other day and you guys were talking about spraying the boxes with Lysol and stuff, I was like, man, these guys are taking this shit serious, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, I must look like some kind. I'm like that guy on the Internet right now because I'm not doing that. You know? Oh, no, you weren't. You weren't alone. I mean, that's, it's such a it's such a topic of conversation for everyone right now. You talk about you talk about anything to do with quarantine, just the idea of quarantine. You know, I put that video up and there's yeah. all sorts of people in the comments like, ah, it's a, it's a conspiracy. I can't believe uh, you yeah. bought into that. You know, you know, it's I so hard you to tell me one, like, show me one person. Yeah. I was like, I know people that have had it. It's so hard to like not fall into that trap of talking about it. I'll tell you what, though, what I did see that and, and you just touched on it a minute ago is like, dude, you're putting some work in down there in the basement, man. Oh, yeah, man. I, um, I'll tell you what. In the last two years, I so I don't like pay attention to my weight or anything. I just go based on feel and you know how I feel when I go out and ride mainly. So it's mm -hmm. like how hard was it to get to the top of the mountain? Right. But um, you know, since starting my YouTube channel, mainly in the last like two years, I hadn't even realized it, but I finally got on a scale. Cause I obviously I don't have a scale. That's not something that's like, you don't put that in the van. Not um, essential for the van. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> but I got on one and I had put on 25 pounds. I was like, Whoa, no wonder it's so hard. <laughs> up these hills. Well, your beard's bigger, man. Your hair's longer. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's maybe like totally one twentieth of a pound ish. Right. Maybe one hundred. I count whatever I can to like knock shit off the scale for me. So I'm like, oh I'll yeah, definitely. You, I, yeah, I haven't cut my hair in a while. I, I, I don't think I peed yet today. Like, <laughs> haven't stood on the scale with clothes ever. Right, right. <laughs> you know what's funny? I was I was listening to our old podcast, the one that we did at the, when I very first started the biker bar. And oddly that. enough, during that podcast, you were also squatting at Seth's house. I know. I was going to say, I remember very, <laughs> very well that I was in the hack shack at the time. I was in the garage. Yeah, you were you were in the in the process of building the van. And now here we oh, are. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I was like truly squatting at that time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny. You know, it's like, it was one of those things. I was like, man, I should listen to that and see what we talked about. And it's interesting. It's definitely that. That's one of the things that's really cool about YouTube is like you're like documenting the shit out of your life, you know? 
Yeah, totally. I think about that all the time about like the fact that you can, you know, I don't know if I'll ever have kids, but if you did, yeah, you you can, you don't have to even, you can tell stories. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I'm not in danger of forgetting what I did with my life. You know, it's all documented. So like, that's good. Yeah. 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 No, it's totally cool. It's fun. Even, I mean, with your friends, you know, it's like, I know yeah. sometimes my buddies will get to having a few beers and we'll be like, dude, let's watch that ride, you know, and we'll start arguing yeah. about who did what or whatever. So it, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely fun for that. Yeah, so, no, it is cool. It's like a time capsule. Yeah, totally. Totally is. You, um, you were up in the Pacific Northwest last year and, uh, you were talking to me about coming down this way and for whatever yeah. reason, that didn't work out. And then I saw shortly after that, like you, you did like a big road trip with your dad, right? Mm-hmm. How'd that yep. go? What, what was that all about? Man. And, and not, I, that, I don't think a lot of people know about that because I only ever posted anything on Instagram and I haven't actually made a video out of it. Uh-huh. Um, but it was awesome. I can't wait to make a video. I have, I have all sorts of awesome footage and it was just, it was an all time road trip. So yeah. first of all, I didn't, I wanted to come check out Downeyville. And I think, I think, what I did was I started looking up the temps up in the mountains and I yeah. got discouraged. It was already like pretty cold. Well, and I was telling, I remember distinctively, and this, this kind of kicked me in the ass too, man. I remember distinctively telling you like, look, dude, you're, you're telling me, Hey, I could be there in like two weeks. And I was like, it's going to snow any day. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, that place is done. Right. right? Like, and uh, I just remember telling you like, I mean, if, if you have it, if you don't care that we don't do that, like, come on down. But if that's what you really, really want to do, you'd be better off like waiting until spring or something like that. Right. I, I remember telling you that. And then I ended up riding Downeyville like two to three weeks later. No way. <laughs> yes, I did. I did. And I remember <laughs> thinking to myself, man, I should have just told him to come look. It's fine. We had a great day. And it was like, man, oh, oh, yeah. dude. That's so. what you get. That's the high mountains for you, though. You know, you 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 never know. It's the same thing out in Colorado. It's yeah. like you can have. A, there's like a random day in November or right. December that and every that's like a sunny day and it hasn't snowed a ton. Things melt and people go ride bikes and then like the next week they're back to snowboarding again. You know? Yeah, yeah, Tilly. I mean, that happened to us last uh, season out here, like kind of on the flip side, where it was like we had so much snow up in the mountains where. Normally we could get up into Downeyville sometimes in the middle of May, late May. It'll definitely be running shuttles and wow, you guys June. really have to wait till late, huh? Right. It's so like... la- last year it was the second week of July until holy cow. Yeah. Until they what were running shuttles. Is it? Um, the top of it is I'm just gonna guess it's probably somewhere between eight and nine thousand feet at the top. Oh, okay. So, I mean it, that, that's pretty yeah. high up there. Yeah, and it's sense. like where the trail is too is like on the shady side of the hill so mm-hmm. it's like it, it takes a little bit for the top the very top to melt so usually okay. like if we're up there in may we're probably doing a little hike a bike through some snow here and there and i've then seen out. i've seen i've seen you doing that in videos yeah yeah which yeah, is yeah. cool though it adds to the adventure oh yeah i did that with dusty betty man it was like the best day ever because it was just there's nobody else up there right yeah. You know, and um, I don't know if you've hung out with her and her husband, Steve. I have not, but They're I'm super pretty cool. I think that I'm pretty sure that that's the video that I um, saw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're super cool. And then 
honestly at the very bottom of the trail, which this is funny because the, the way it is there, I don't know if you have something like this in Colorado, but it, it'll be, you know, snow on the top. But by the time you get down to the bottom, it, it's dusty and blown out because it's been dry down there for, you know, two oh, for months. sure. You, you know oh, what yeah. I mean? So the light it, is, is a lot like that. Yeah. So it is like that day, like by the time we got down to the bottom, it started sprinkling too. So it was like nobody on the trail, perfect That's trail cool. conditions, cool yeah. people. Like it, it just yeah. worked out really well. That's sick. <clears throat> so last time we chat, you said that um, Salida was kind of like your happy place and you were hoping to get back over there. I don't think you did in the last year. No, I didn't. Like things didn't really go according to plan last <laughs> last last winter. Um Actually, no, I take that back. So, I mean, it ties back into your last question. I didn't really answer that. So instead of doing, instead of going and doing Downingville, so I was looking for like an adventure for the fall season, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. And it, that's basically what I was doing. And I was also looking for somewhere to, warm to hang out. Yeah. And um, so that was why I was looking at Downingville, you know, other place in California, like low, lower elevation, Colorado, which is mm -hmm. Salida. Salida is in like a banana belt. So it stays warm there a lot longer than the rest. Oh, right on. Um, so, but in the end, what I ended up doing was I had this idea uh, to invite my dad out on a road trip to, cause I planned on going back or I went back home this winter. I had not gone back home last winter and mm -hmm. um, I kind of experimented. I was like, ah, I wonder what it's like to not go home. It sucked. I, yeah. I wanted to, I missed my family. <laughs> so I learned my lesson, you know, and right. I, I decided I knew immediately that I would go home this year. So I, I called my dad up because he had so much fun. He road tripped out to Whistler with me earlier in the year mm -hmm. and he had so much fun. Like he saw, I got to show my dad things like for the first time that just blow your mind, you know, yeah. like the Grand Teton Mountains. He had never seen those, like getting to show some of the Teton Mountains for the first time. It's such an epic thing. That's awesome. That's really cool. And so I wanted to do it again. So I invited him out. He's never really explored the Southwest. So I ended up going down and hanging with our friend in Vegas. Um, it's actually his friend turned my friend. His name is Dave, or Dave and Donna. And, um, and I kind of like see them basically every fall now because they've, they've been in Temecula and now they're in Vegas. So oh, I, mm -hmm, yeah, it's a perfect spot for the shoulder season. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I went and hung out with them and then, and then I had this idea. I was like, man, dad. So I called my dad up. He flew out to Vegas, which is like, you know, the easiest place ever to fly into. Right. There's always flights, right? <laughs> yeah. And affordable ones. And, right. and then from there, we just, we took a Southwest road trip and I got to show him, I got to show him some cool things that I had seen. And then we got to go see some things that were like really epic that I'd never seen, like, like Antelope Canyon or the Horseshoe Bend in the, Colorado River. So uh, one of my buddies went to Horseshoe Bend not too long ago. He was showing me some pictures. It was pretty sick, man. It's cool, dude. It's cool. That I mean, the whole area. I think the Southwest is a super cool place. I I enjoy the desert greatly. I will say though, somewhere between like Phoenix and El Paso is really really boring to drive. Yeah, <laughs> I'll give you that for sure. It's. I think you have to go more north is the thing, yeah. you know, that's yeah, the did, better, that's the mountains. I did that drive through 10 and then went up to a friend of mine was getting married in Carlsbad, New Mexico. And that was like, that was I know the stretch trip. that you're talking about. Actually, I, I know that stretch. I did that last year and I had never done it. Did and you see the thing on the, on the, on the 10? 
Yes. There's like yeah, signs yeah, yeah. for like hundreds of miles. Like, see the thing, see the thing. I remember that. I remember <laughs> that. And, and dude, they did such a good job because I was so curious. I was like, what is the thing? Right. And, I, and then I didn't go. <laughs> you didn't go? No. Oh, man. I, I, I could tell you, you could search it on the internet, but I, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll leave it to you to actually stop next time. It only costs a buck, dude. Go see the thing. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I, if I had known that, man, I mean, shoot. Last time, I don't I don't pull <laughs> off on at, at attractions like that anymore because last yeah. time I did, I was with my buddy Chance and we were heading out to Flagstaff and uh-huh. there was this one, it, it was like, they said it was a like a crater, a crater, mm-hmm. an asteroid crater. It was in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, for whatever reason, we like pulled off and we went in and we're like, oh, this would be cool. Like, why not? We got time. We're right. like ahead of schedule. Dude, we went in to go see it and it was like this actual facility and they were charging $45 to go in. What? And and we had driven like 20 minutes out of the way. Oh yeah, it would have been irritated as hell then. Oh, I was so pissed. The, the thing wasn't amazing, but for a buck, it was worth it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you <laughs> so, can justify anything for a dollar. $45 there, dude. I'd be irritated, especially after going per, that per far person. out of the way. Yeah, yeah, that's per nuts, person. dude. Insane it, for a roadside attraction. Right? What are they thinking? And, oh, man, you want to know the worst thing? The yeah. bathrooms were inside, so you we we couldn't oh, go yeah. in. It, we we couldn't even go in and use the bathroom. We had to go all the way back out to the highway and all the way down the highway to find restrooms. Oh, that's weak. That was terrible. Yeah. So. Did you get speaking of bathrooms? You don't have you don't have something in the in the van, huh? I've got a couple of bottles. That's what. So you get the bottle trick there, because you, you don't have one of those. Like I've seen some of these like handy little small sitting kind of. I don't know what they are. They they kind of remind you of like a little kid's toilet and it's got maybe a, I don't know. Do they have a bag in it or something? Yeah, that's how they do it. I, uh, I do have something like that and I've never used it. Someone from the channel actually sent it to me. It's a, uh, it's in one of my thumbnails for my van videos uh, where I was sitting on the, it's called the commode and it's pretty sweet. I mean, it's got like, it's, it's a five gallon bucket, you know? Oh and yeah. I've they, seen that one. Yeah. I did see that one. They just made something to sit on and then, Inside of it are just tons and tons and tons of plastic bags, little kits, basically like one of those kits that Seth brings on rides, you know? Right, right. Are we allowed to curse in your in, in these podcasts? You can do whatever you want, man. <laughs> yeah, so like the shit kits. <laughs> shit kits. You know, so it's got like the baggy toilet paper, wipe, and hand sanitizer. So like they've yeah. just got a bunch of those in this thing. So buddy, it's pretty buddy. sweet. My buddy calls it trail money. Yeah. <laughs> just bring the toilet paper. I always steal the toilet paper out of the uh out of the the like pits that they have at, at some of the store the state parks, and I'll just put a little roll of it in the bag or something like that. Yeah. I guess if I was in California, I would have to do that too. I was gonna say I was I've this is gonna it sounds stupid when I say it out loud, but I've always just used leaves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's like too many poison oak leaves around where I where that's, I ride, dude. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like in California, I'd probably do the same or yeah. anywhere you're riding high alpine, but I can tell yeah. you this this is such an odd conversation. But I've only had to do that <laughs> once. And it was actually within like the last couple of months, man. Like every other time I'm pretty good about the the PRD or just like right. usually like as soon as I get active, like I can't go to the bathroom, right? Right. So so, um, but yeah, I just had that happen recently and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's a funny thing because it's like, 
if you're on the ride, it's it's a double-edged sword because you're like, all right, I don't really want to do this. Maybe you're not prepared. Maybe you don't right, have right. Any, any TP or whatever. It's like, all right, the rest of my ride might be not fantastic. But right. in time, if you don't just commit and do it, your ride's going to suck anyway. Your ride's right. going to be miserable. So it's like, uh... <laughs> and then, and then there's like, man, what if someone comes up the trail? So it's like, how far do you go? What do you do with right. the bike? It's like, it's, it turns into this whole thing. I mean, I, yeah. I feel like everyone's pretty much been there, but. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely definitely one of those things. It's just, you know, it's like I remember whatever it happened. I was like, okay, so I've been carrying toilet paper in my bag for like fifteen years, and this is the first time <laughs> that I've had to use it. It's like this is ridiculous. I really need to reevaluate what I'm carrying. You go to use it, and it just disintegrates. Right. <laughs> I think more times than not, I've given it to my friends, and I'm like, why am I being the guy that's carrying everything for everybody else? I mean, there's always there, there's always that friend. I, I've You're, been that guy for a long time, but I tell you what, I um I don't know how much you pay attention to my channel. I got a, a hardtail a while back, mm -hmm. and ever since I got that thing, I thought you like just got a new hardtail. Um, no, I got about a year ago. Okay. I think I just did a like a follow up video on it that was pretty right. Recent, so, um, <laughs> and uh, so basically through getting that it kind of just made me want to downsize everything and um, yeah and i think because i was using it more a lot too like on my like short after work rides so it'd be like well man if i can just put some water bottles on here and not carry a camelback i'm not filming mm -hmm. i don't mm -hmm. need it for that and then it's like well i do need a couple of tools i don't want to be like stuck out here i can't even like you know yeah, my my brake lever or something. You know what I mean? Something silly, right? So it just kind of turned into that. And honestly, I would have never thought that I'd be a guy that would do the fanny pack. Are, are you a fanny pack guy or are you a camel pack guy? Dude, I am a recent convert. <laughs> Seth got me on it, man. Yeah, I, I'm like falling into it, man. A little bit at a time. I had it's one so good. I started it la in last summer out in Washington. Yeah, because I was doing like tr smaller. Um, it's just smaller rides. Like when you're actually riding a trail yeah. system in Colorado, I don't know if I would because yeah. it's like I'm, I'm if I'm way up there, I want to have everything with me. I want to have yeah. like a ton of water, but there's also water filters. So, yeah, for me though, it's like if I'm on a big ride, I'm that's like high altitude like that. I'm definitely filming, so I'm definitely bringing the camel back, and I like yeah. to have like especially when I'm out like that, I like to have, I have a first aid kit that I carry. I, I mm -hmm. feel like it's really important. And if I was trying to not do bring that with me, I'd just have to figure out somewhere else to put it on the bike. But for the right. most part, I think what happened to me is I started just using water bottles. Cause I was like doing these like short rides. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, I got so accustomed to not having that thing on my back. Then it was like, well, maybe I can get away with this, uh, it's a slippery the, slope. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And now Actually, it's just... I have ahead. a funny story about that. So like I, so Seth, Seth, for like the last couple of years, Seth has been kind of going towards that. And I think it started when he was doing his, the water bottle test videos. That was uh -huh. him like, all right, he, I'm trying to dial in my no pack scenario. Yeah. That's what he was doing. Yeah. And and ever since then, so he's got like the tubo lido, he's got the the water perfect water bottle cage, he's got like the bigger water bottle. Ever since then, he's been just 
Oh, and he's got the most important thing is this like I think it's a decine, a decine, some sort of decine pouch that holds like the tubolito, tire levers, CO2, um, patch kit, patch kit. It holds like everything and it puts it on your frame. Mm-hmm. And that was the key. So anyway, he's been on me about like, yo, you gotta try, you gotta try going with because you know, I mean, you can imagine Seth is going to take anything to the nth degree so it's like <laughs> he went he went from backpack to hip pack and before you know it he's at the hip pack and he's like trying to go no pack so yeah, now yeah. he's trying to convince me to go no pack and he's been he's been just preaching it he's like yo you've got to try this is the most it's the most just amazing thing ever it's so freeing so we went on a ride a couple of weeks ago our first like the, actually the only ride we've done uh-huh. for uh while we're on quarantine it was actually a week ago and we, I took him to this like way out of their place, a place that I knew that no one else would be. And it was on a Monday morning um, so that we knew we weren't going to run into anyone, but it was like way, it was like away from here. Right. Um, so like away from the city. And anyway, somehow he convinced me to go without a pack. So he, he, he actually, I know what it was. He had a, he had a slightly larger water bottle, water bottle uh-huh. than mine. So I was like, all right, well, man, I don't know. Maybe now I can get away with this. Like, this would yeah. be awesome. And I was like, you got a tube. You got every all the other stuff. He's like, man, I got it all. I got it on my bike. You're good. And so I put my phone in my pocket, one snack, and a water bottle in the cage, and we went for it. And we did a lap, came back, filled up the water because it's like a big climb. It's like the climb, climb, yeah. climb, 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 down, 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 down. Yeah, so we did yeah. one lap, and then we went back up. And the thing is, is when you're going on water bottles, your timing, it's all about timing. Yeah, and yeah. The, the ideal situation is you time it so that when you get down to the bottom, you're out of water. Right. So we did that and, and we get to the bottom of the mountain on, after the second run and we're completely out of everything. We've eaten our, our food. We've, we've had our, all of our water. And then we look at, we look around like, where are we? <laughs> and, and we look at the map and we went down the complete wrong side of the mountain oh, complete wrong side of the mountain <laughs> and and like and like and so we started looking our, to try to like find our way around and seth's quads start cramping up and he's like on the ground he's like can't walk and, <laughs> and he's like oh no this is terrible. and like we still we tried to like find our way around um we were like we were stuck on the on the wrong side of the french broad river which is is a huge river so it's like yeah, we were not, we, not we like contemplated gonna... right well we contemplated it <laughs> um so basically long story short what we ended up doing is a is like a 1200 foot death march with no water no food oh, and it man. sucked yeah. <laughs> bad guy he, he talked you into it man he talked me into it and then and it but it, it, the thing is is it would have worked yeah. it would have been perfect it actually was amazing and well, my, uh, uh my hardtail has has the room for two bottles, so that's oh been. Oh my god, you're so set. Yeah, dude, it's so nice. It's like it's been perfect. There's been a few rides where, fortunately, I was kind of doing like a figure eight kind of deal, and my mm-hmm. my truck was in the middle of the figure eight. So like on the one section, I was like, well, I can just stop by my truck and top this bottle back off, and right. it was like a pretty hot day, so it worked out. But I think in the winter time, it's easier to get away with not not bringing the whole bag but out here once for sure hits, once it hits summer out here there's no way i'm gonna be able to do that unless it's like a like seven mile ride or something you know what i mean it's like yeah it's just so hot 
Dude, totally. I went down to Florida and and I went out and I he- went to head out on a ride with Mr. Tonka, Joe. And yeah. I and and I didn't have my pack on, and he just looked at me. He's like, "Dude, what are you doing?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, all right. You're probably right. It's pretty hot out here." <laughs> yeah, we were we were riding, um, you know, up here right before Sedona. So that's like right before all this stuff happened. And uh, I think I it was like in between fifty and sixty degrees up here. Okay. And we we got down to to Phoenix, and the first day we rode South Mountain, and it was like eighty seven or something like Ooh. that, and we were just dying. Like Dude. I think I had my whole Camelback full, like the big one. I drank the entire thing. You know, it was like three, three liters. Yeah, it's just like I've done that for sure. Because your body's just not used to it that quick, and you know what I mean. You're used to kind of step stepping it through. Mm-hmm. Do you think if you have it, you'll drink it? Uh, kinda, part of me thinks that. Yes, and because no. because I had the three liter for years, and I would always drink it all. Yeah, yeah, I felt really good. Yeah, th- I think that's the key, though. You know, you're not going to get yourself to a point where you're like cramping and all that stuff. Like, right? I it, it's tough. I, I will say, in the winter time, I definitely don't need that kind of water. You're just not. I'm just not that hot. You know, like there's yeah. been rides where I've took taken two water bottles now with the with the hardtail, and it's like. I don't even finish one bottle. You know what I mean? But now mm-hmm. it's going to warm up. Forget about it. Yeah. So anyways. Um, so, hey, so what do you say we crack these beers, man? Yeah, that's, that's, that's a great idea. And I'm going to like try one little adjustment. Don't freak out. I'm just going to try to bring my camera a little closer. We'll see what happens. We had all kinds yeah. of audio issues beforehand, guys. Yeah, it's all my fault. <laughs> So um, I'm just going to go ahead and talk about what I'm going to drink here while you're getting your camera. I'm curious what you're going to drink. I'm sure you've got something delicious. Um, This thing is called. You got some Lagunitas? You know, I I did a podcast the other day with some guys and they wanted to drink Lagunitas. That was pretty fun. Um, But no, this is called Mind Haze. It's Mm. from uh, Firestone Walker. It's a IPA. I'm assuming it's a hazy IPA by the name. I'd assume. Yeah. But um the logo says beer before glory. That sounds pretty good. So I've seen that brand. I'll be curious what you think. So I've seen that in, in groceries and I didn't get it because, because Firestone. And I was like, and I was skeptical. I'd never heard of it. And then it's Firestone. It's like, I don't know what to think. Oh, that's pretty good. Really? It's, 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 it's definitely a hazy and it's kind of like got that frothy, hazy taste, you know? But it's got a kind of a fruity um, finish to it that I was a little surprised from. I'm into the hazies, man. How, what do you think about the new craze? You know, when they first came out, I, I like I I jumped on. I was like, man, these are really good. But I noticed that like it didn't take me very long until I kind of wanted to get back to those bigger West Coast IPAs. So like I'm I'm good with them here and there, but I can't do it all the time. Yeah, I feel you. I mean, I've always been a big big believer in variety yeah. in everything I do, to be honest, but especially yeah. with beer and food, it's like, I would, I would, I always prefer if I'm going to have like a few beers, like I plan it out, you know, I'll start yeah. with, I start with like a, a Saison or a farmhouse or something lighter or maybe a session IPA. Yeah. And then, and then after that, you'll have your, your hazy. And then after that, then you'll have your big West Coast <laughs> IPA, you know? There you go. There you go. Are you one of those guys that listens to like 30 seconds of a song and then his skip? No, 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 no. <laughs> I listen to full songs. You got the but whole I listen to all sorts of yeah. different music. 
So, so hey, cheers, by the way. Yeah, cheers, brother. So what do you what do you got over there? It says something about Pisco on it. Yeah, this is a um, a Pisca from Pisco Brewing Pale Ale. Right on. Yeah, pretty pretty solid. It's I've had it before, local around here, and um, so, so oh, it's like gonna a, be fantastic. It's a go to beer for people around there. <sighs> what do you think? I don't. It's it's pretty good, man. <laughs> Especially after not having beer in a while, I'm sure. Been over two weeks. <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah, no, they uh, always taste good. It's funny sometimes too. You they'll you'll be like, man, I don't even remember it tasting like this. Yeah, <laughs> well, for sure. That's yeah. I mean, it's amazing what you forget in two weeks, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna have to ask you this, man, because people are people are dying to know what the hell's going on here. So you took this road trip back to Florida with you, uh -huh. and with your dad, mm -hmm. you fell off. What happened, man? Like, uh, I knew this question was coming. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you don't want to talk see. about it, I totally understand. Oh no, nah, dude, it's cool. It's cool. I, uh, I mean, it's it's not that complicated. I just kind of had to like readjust. So, I mean, if you want like the full answer, it really started all the way hang, back. Hang it had on, started. Hang on, just, hang on just a second. I'm gonna. I'm gonna chat just for a second because your internet seems like it's it's uh having some issues for a second. So uh -oh. um just kind of getting a little fluttery. I'm like, I don't know what he's saying. So I'm gonna try oh, to no. buy buy a little bit of time and okay see see if it after a minute here it, it just gets okay. So um what I was gonna say is I know in the past, whenever you got injured, there was a time where you kind of like got a little maybe overwhelmed with what was going on with your life and and your reaction to that as far as youtube went was kind of like pull back so i wasn't sure if mm -hmm. something like that happened again so let's see how the internet. my internet we've been struggling over here with the internet man is it any better yeah we're getting a little digital but maybe it'll go away right row yeah um yeah, there's unfortunately nothing I can do about it. Yeah, and yeah, no, I understand that. So it is what it is at this point. You just do. You know how to sign language? You do sign language. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hold on, let me pull up my chart. <laughs> just get your chart out. There you go. <laughs> Little refresher. It's um, awesome. I, I just love the fact that this is how the internet likes to treat me. It's like, hey, man, everything's been great for the last. 34 minutes, but you asked this dude the question that everybody on the internet wants to hear the answer to and <laughs> How many how many people how many people do we got right now? Only 60 man. That's it. So you, we, all 60 people your secret's safe. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> that makes me feel a little better <laughs> <laughs> Until um, until next week when I start putting the clips out, but <laughs> right, right. All right It sounds like you got your stuff going on here. So let's 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 hear sweet. what's going on uh, so, I mean, it, it started when it started, like it started earlier last year and, um, I went to film something and I couldn't talk to the camera things. So I, I came, I came to Asheville and, and I had scheduled all this stuff, things get, get you know, you commit to all these things and before you know it, it's like, there's a lot, there's so much going on. It's hard to even keep up. So I came to Asheville just for a month and i had trying to cram it all into a month you know i have a ton of friends here i'm trying to see everyone since i'm going to be gone the rest of the year 
I'm trying to do a massive renovation of my van. I'm trying to do a project with Seth. I'm trying to, um, um, I had my mom come visit. There's like all this stuff. Oh, and it was my brother and my best friend's birthday, their 30th. So like they came up and it's like, so I had a whole lot going on and then we started hitting time crunch. And anyway, I went to go film something. And for the first time ever, I looked at the camera and like, I just couldn't talk. And I like, I was so anxious that I just couldn't talk. And, and that was like the first thing that, that was like the, okay, I got to kind of like pay attention here. I'm mm -hmm. getting spread too thin, you know? Yeah. And, and, and that's really what it is, is I, I've gone for four years. Um, and it's no different than any other, anything else, you know, YouTube, it's like, it's like anyone that's trying to st start a small business. You, the only way to get it off the ground and going is by putting your nose to the grindstone and not looking it up. And yeah. that's what the last four years of my life was. And, you know, if you don't, some people never, some people never remember to lift their head back up, yeah. I think. Um, but I didn't want to be like that. So, um, and, and it's, and, and for like even more context, it's like, if you look at my life before that, and that's what I, I've been doing a lot is thinking about my life beforehand. It was so completely different. I, I was living out of my car. I was on the road. I was always a stranger to everyone. No one knew who I was. Mm -hmm. And my life was dead simple, right. dead simple, right. a lot because I was dirt poor. You know, when you're dirt poor, your life becomes dead simple. Mm -hmm. And, and the main thing you think about is, is money. And that's like the only thing you have to think about. Yeah, Everything sure. else is like all the, a lot of decisions are made for you. And therefore it like comes down to like, do I, where do I want to go ride? Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, so that was my life for a really long time. And I was like, some of the happiest that I've ever been is when I kept, kept things like really, really, truly simple. And now, mm -hmm. and then, and then, but the main thing I thought about the main problem with that is that I was always worried about money. Money was always the thing is like, how do I continue living this life? How do I stay on the road indefinitely? Right. And, and, and thus, you know, once that wasn't even why I started the YouTube, but once the YouTube caught on, then that was like, oh, wait, maybe yeah, this could be it. Here's the answer. Here's the answer I've been looking for for a long time. Right. So between that moment and four years later, I never really lifted my head up and, and evaluated the direction and, and what um, the way I was doing things. And, yeah. and so I really needed that. I really needed to take time to do that because my life had changed so much. You know, it's like, I'm an, I'm an introvert and, and which, you, you know, you, it, it might be hard to discern that from someone watching a video of yeah, mountain biking yeah, totally. because that's when I'm like the most outgoing. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, it's, it takes a lot of adjustment to go from being a, a complete stranger and like doing, just worrying about your own things to being someone that people know and it's like i go out into public and i never know when someone's going to recognize me and like yeah. i think about that and just at the randomest times you know yeah. and and so stuff like that and then also things like everything you do is now scrutinized yeah. and and i came from like you know like zero i can you sure i can cuss i don't want to get you demonetized yeah, no, dude, you do whatever you want man i got shirts dude that say demonetized yeah. on them i think i'm okay with it okay yeah <laughs> 
so you know i came from i came from years of like my entire mantra was like zero fucks i yeah, don't no I fucks care given, less right? none yeah, at yeah, all yeah, yeah. i'm gonna do me and i don't give a fuck what anyone else thinks yeah. and now i find myself i'm like everything i do hundreds of thousands of people see and it's like they yeah. pick it apart yeah. and so it's just a massive life shift and yeah. um it, i'm not saying that it's a bad thing but it does take a lot of adjustment and i hadn't really ever i hadn't really taken time to kind of acknowledge that and look at the differences and like ask myself you know do you, it is there are there any things that you want to change are there is this how you want to proceed are you going to be happy with that yeah. when you look back a few years down the line so it's funny because you know last time we were talking when I, I i listened to her podcast and um we were talking about you know doing youtube full time and like mm -hmm. what that meant for me and you would ask me like you know hey you're you're you know taking something fun and turning it into a job you sure like is that a good thing or not you know and were you already maybe starting to kind of deal with that a little bit as like man am i screwing up this thing that i love at that point no no you know it never it's it's never been about i i love going and filming mountain biking mm -hmm. it's um it's it's i think this is partially why it's so tough is because it really is kind of like a gray area it's like an, it's, yeah. it's a more complex thing than, than yeah, that totally. simple of a you know because people ask that question a lot no it's i love making videos about mountain biking it totally doesn't yeah. um impede on my enjoyment of it i mean i love the idea of sharing it because mountain biking yeah. changed my life so much that was always the impetus for the channel it's like mountain biking made a humongous difference in my life yeah. and i wanted to share that with other people yeah totally so no that's it's it wasn't um back then it was it was once things started growing and becoming and, and things started moving so fast that I just, I started getting spread so thin, you know, yeah. because you start growing and that's what you want. And then more opportunities come and that's what you want. Um, but if you never take any time to adjust all that, then you end up becoming yeah. spread thin and not being did, able to sustain it. I did my channel for the first two years, like working a full-time job on top of it. I mean, I still work a full-time job on top of it, but um, I was putting easily, 40 to 60 hours a week on my channel you, you know what i mean and it was like that's not all editing it was like you know building these logos building all this. sorts of random stuff just yeah weird shit that has nothing yeah. to do with anything that anybody will ever freaking know you, you know what yeah. i mean like people don't understand that it could took it could take you an hour and a half to find the the song that you want to use in a song in oh a in a video gosh, you know it's song. like so oh my goodness like sometimes i i just think to myself why can i just pick one like seth does and just use it all the time no you know, like, no 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 seth spends just as much time finding his music yeah. sure he has like that, that one he uses, song that he, yeah, yeah, he has yeah. that song but that's like his that's like his theme song at this point yeah yeah but it like we're we'll, we were in here editing the other night and um and neither one of us, normally we have all the music picked out before we actually start editing. Yeah. Neither one of us had all the music picked out. So there came a time when it was like, it was like two in the morning and we both got to the spot in our timeline. We were like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> I, I don't have the song for this. Yeah. Oh no, we have to go. You have to like start digging through. And just yeah. like you said, man, sometimes it can take like an Forever. hour and a half to find the one song. I've done an edit before where I got done, almost done with the edit. 
and then went back and then this one song i was like this just gives it the wrong vibe like it just doesn't yep. feel good like i like the yep. song it sounds good but it doesn't work with this and then i had to go find another song which took forever uh, and then then like all of my edit cut points were like in back beats yep. or down beats of the song so it was like oh man it was so, <laughs> so, <bad>. so <laughs> you just want to punch somebody it's but, so uh, demoralizing so oh, the point goodness. of what i was getting at was like i was putting a lot of time into the channel and at about two two years or so, maybe it was two and a half years, like I, I just burned out, man. Mm -hmm. I burned out completely. And it wasn't like you were saying a minute ago, like I love making videos and I love sharing videos. I love mountain biking. I actually don't care about wearing the camera. It doesn't bother me stopping to change batteries. Yep. Like other people yep. complain about it. And I'm like, dude, I don't care, man. It's like, whatever. But it, it just got to the point where I was like, I couldn't talk myself into editing. I just mm -hmm. be like, find something else to do find something else to do that's actually why i originally started the biker bar because it was like i'm either gonna completely quit doing youtube mm -hmm. or at least i can do this i'm just on the camera for a couple hours i got a little bit of thumbnail work to do and some stuff after that and i can shorten this amount of time that i'm spending down to like a few hours a week and keep myself relevant with the community but not like you still have quit. fun yeah, yeah. It's just I had to like get my my life together on what was important to me other than YouTube, you know. And it was yep. like basically YouTube was the only thing that was important to me for a long time. And not that my family or whatever doesn't matter, but it's just like yeah, it's it's just one of those things where you. It sounds like you know you're a focused person, like like I am, like Seth is, like whoever. Mm -hmm. I think all of us that are doing this are like that, you know. Like you have to be like one of those like 120% people. Otherwise you just, you won't do it. You'll just be like, ah, eh, whatever. I'll do it tomorrow. You know? Yeah, for sure. So, so for me, it just, I, I, I did the, the biker bar for a while and then it was like, okay, I'm ready. I got my shit together again. And now I'm just like, my release schedule is like, I'm doing one month, one video a month. If it's more than that, it's more than that. If it's not, I'm, I'm not stressing like a month is plenty of time for me not to stress you know what i mean right and right. i feel like what fortunately like what it's done is like i've definitely put i feel like hey if i'm only putting one video out a month i'm like making this a really good video and man my subscriber numbers have been like really showing it so i think that's it's amazing people forget that the that what people really want is enjoyable content like good content and it's like the rule of thumb that everyone forgets people it's so easy they ca get caught up in finding some sort of brand deals and working with sponsors and yeah um in and like where you're gonna go or who you're gonna meet but in the end all it comes down to is if you make a good video people are gonna want to watch it yeah it's, yeah it's that it's literally that simple and yeah. everything else is just kind of like peripheral like you know how how often you upload that I mean that does matter, but YouTube makes yeah. sure that matters. But yeah, yeah, I think I think we I think I mean I I th think I relate to you. We probably relate to each other a lot in in regards to th that experience. And there's two two main things that I have thought about, or or like the summaries of my experience the like two months I that I took off, and it was that I realized the thing that was bumming me out so much is is that I realized I had let my passion for success on YouTube become the leading 
um, the protagonist of my life. Mm -hmm. And that really bummed me out that it made me mad yeah. actually, because yeah. I want, I want to be the protagonist of my life and I want to be driving decisions and doing things that I want to do. And yeah. YouTube, the idea, whole idea of YouTube always was to share that stuff with people. Yeah. But I have to, ha it has to come with, from within first. Like I need to find things that I'm passionate about doing the things I want to do. Not yeah. the things that I think are going to make, are going to get me the most views on YouTube or the things yeah. that are going to be successful there. So yeah. it, it was a, it's a big, it's a, a big shift. And yeah. I'm really trying to get back to, because that was what started in the first place is that I yeah. was leading the life that I wanted to lead. And, yeah. and it made me extremely excited. And I, and I was like really passionate about it. And then I started sharing it. And yeah. then somewhere along the line, things shifted. Yeah, I felt like, you know, at the beginning too, I was like really trying to get better on every video. I was trying to get better. And I, I realized that I wasn't trying to get better. I was just like doing the same thing over and over again. Right. You know, and it was like, because I was so concerned about getting the video out on the schedule or whatever. And then if I was missing it, I was like carrying all this guilt around mm -hmm. that I didn't hit the schedule the way I wanted to, which is a self-imposed schedule. You know what it I mean? And it's like, but then. But once it's self-imposed, then you, yeah. then you got all these people online that are also expecting yeah. it. Well, and then it was like, once I didn't hit it, then instead of that motivating me more to hit it, it would motivate me less to hit it then. Cause mm -hmm. it was like, Oh, I missed it. And now I feel bad that I missed it. And now I don't want to do it because I missed it in. And, and it's like, right. It, it just would turn into this thing where it was like the same thing. is like, like if, when you get injured and you're like, ah, or, or you need a break. And instead of telling everybody you need a break, you're like, I'll just, I'll just skip a week. And then the week goes mm -hmm. by and you're like, well, all I thought about was that I didn't do the video and I didn't tell anybody. So then it, like, <laughs> you're just like burying yourself where if yes. like you, you, you took the break, but you didn't get a break because you were just stressed out that you didn't take, tell anybody. It's like, so if you just totally, I would say that would be my best bet to, or best advice to anybody that's like in the middle of a channel growth period right now is like, if you need a break, just tell everybody, like, don't feel bad if it's a month. Just tell them, just come out, make a video, be like, dude, I'm splitting for a month. That way you can just like <laughs> yes. let it all out and be like done with it. And and you know what's going to happen if you do that? Your audience is going to be like, sweet, dude, go enjoy the time. Like you, you right. need it. Like you do what you need. Like yeah. the audience, everyone's going to be, the community is going to be behind you. Yeah. The whole problem is what we're, is in, is in our head and what we're thinking, you know, yeah. it's like you're afraid to do that. So, and I did the exact same thing. I never intended on taking any time off. I would have just said that. I would have right. said it, but I, but I never did. And I kept doing exactly what you're saying. And yeah. it just got worse and yeah. worse. Cause I, I, you taking time off, but it's not time off. Cause all you're doing is agonizing about the fact that <laughs> you should be putting something out there. So right. it's just terrible. It's, it's, yeah. it's horrible, man. That's yeah, yeah. so funny. It's, it's such a, it's such a common thing too, you know, it's like, that's the one thing that I think it's important for some of us that are in this space to talk about, because there's so many other people out there trying to do this, you know, on top of their job and stuff like that. And it's like, dude, this is normal, man. Like you, nobody tells you when you start your YouTube channel that you're going to be stressed about something like that, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. So I don't think it's reserved to, uh, to YouTubers though. I think this is like a, I think everyone, 
does yeah, stuff like yeah, this. Yeah, no, that's true. Like, that's no matter in, in, in regular, like in anyone else's job, your family life, it's like everyone, you know, I'm trying to think of a time, another time when I've done it. Okay, so like back in school, if you're like putting off, uh, you if you're putting that off a paper, paper yeah, so like you yeah. you think you're gonna do the paper, and the whole time you're you're not actually doing the paper, but you are agonizing about the fact that you should be doing the paper. Yeah, and then eventually you end up going and getting an extension from your professor anyway, and right. it's like, well, why didn't I actually just go have fun the whole last week and right. you know like yeah, ask yeah. for this extension earlier or something, right, you know? Right, <laughs> just beat it, yourself up the whole time. Or, or not have fun, but like most of the time it was like you had this, you had something else, another project or another yeah. paper, or another class. It's like, why didn't you just go ask this one professor so that you yeah. could actually do the other one properly and then come back? It's like, I don't know, communication, sure. it's hard. Such is life, right? Yeah, yep, so, for sure, man. So let's change gears, man. Mm -hmm. So you got this badass van, which I keep trying to figure out how I can put that into my life a van but uh i want to know what you miss about sheila Ooh, i miss i do miss sheila i knew I you the did there's no way you couldn't man it's the simplicity i miss the simplicity yeah. it was so it was just like it, it, again it's like when i was dirt poor you, all your decisions are made for you already yeah it's like <laughs> it's like i can't you, I can't, I can't go park anywhere I want. I got to go find a spot where I can put my tent. You know, it's like, yeah. I can't buy anything because I got no room for anything. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like, I can't, I can't, I can't fit another bike on there. I can't bring anyone else in there. Uh, you know, it's like, you're very limited, but it's also simple. Yeah. So you had I, a lot. I also had her very, very, very organized. Yeah. So not so, so much in the van. The van, there's all this space, so I don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're like, I got my own country now, man. This thing is great. It's so big. <laughs> yeah, it's and it, things can be just anywhere, and it's going to be fine in there. Yeah, yeah. So but, I would imagine that some of it too was. Um, oh, gas mileage. That yeah, day. I'm sure that's a big one, right? Yeah. I would imagine some of it too is probably like then you didn't have like a release schedule or like you could just go like pal around with this friend for a while or like like when you were in Sheila like it was before you even were really doing the channel right well yeah I was I was living out of my car I was I was kind of living out of my car for maybe four years or something before I actually came out west Mm -hmm. I was like, I kind of, this was all, it was all kind of a gradual thing, you know, cause it, I was working, I was going like the very traditional route down in Florida before all this. And mm -hmm. then I started making like gradual steps to branch out of that as I slowly realized that that's why, I, that I didn't want to. And also that it was possible to not do that, you know, mm -hmm. that there's an, that there are other ways you don't, when you're in your little bubble in, you know, Tampa, Florida, and every single person you know everyone that in your you know in your family and every all your friends are doing this traditional route you don't know that there's other people out there doing other things mm -hmm. so i slowly realized like moved to atlanta and started working at an rei big eye opener big eye opener meeting people in the outdoor industry and and that did all sorts of other 
other things. Like these people are going out and climbing mountains on their free time. You know, it's like these people, they open your eyes. And, and so like after that, you know, I started doing, I wanted, I got even further into the outdoor industry, started going and working my summers at, um, like the Nanahale outdoor center, this, like this white, whitewater place. And I did, I ran the bike stuff and, you know, and then I started just kind of like going up and down the Southeast coast. Um, and I would just do seasonal stuff. So I was, and I was living out of Sheila then uh-huh. I was crashing at a lot of friends' houses during that right. period, of course. Right. Um, yeah. And it was only later that I actually finally jetted out West. Cause that was like the big scary thing. I knew no one out there yet. Cause I had never been out there. Uh huh. So that's pretty fun, man. That's, that's definitely like, I have it in me, but it's always, always other things in my life that are keeping me from being able to do that. So maybe one of these days do the van life. Yeah. Just like the, to be a vagabond like that, you know, like, yeah, I've tried to talk my lady into it a few times and she's like, no, we have to have home base. I'm like, so like what amount of time are you okay with? I'm like, 30 days. She's like, yeah, I could do 30 days. I'm like, so hey, 30 days is great. <laughs> I'm like, so like to me, I'm like 60, you know, like, yeah, I just right. Wanna, right. Right. So it's just, I don't know. I think for me, I just, I, it's, um, but it's probably part of the reason that I really enjoyed watching your channel from the very beginning was like, it's just something where it's like, man, I would, I would like to just live free, ride hard and be stoked. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, I know what you, I know what you mean, man. Yeah, yeah. It's a good way to be. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, it's like life is just simple that way, you know, when you're, when you're doing like something you're passionate about. And, um, so you're, you're, you've been locked up in the, uh, in the, the Seth bike hacks house. And yeah, man, that he, he never unlocks the doors. I can't get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's got one of those play fences for you. Like he puts Oscar in, you just sticks Alex in there. He's like, I can't get out. <laughs> no, it's in here. This is, it's in here. This is it. I don't know how to open these garage doors over here. <laughs> right. So when, um, where, where are you, where are you itching to go whenever this is all lifted? Let's just say tomorrow, like they were like, world's back on. Get oh to it. man! Oh, I I've been I've been itching to go back to Colorado. I think I'm pretty sure I'm going to be in Colorado in the fall now, though. Mm-hmm. So, um, because now it's been two years since I've been back there. Yeah. But I I gotta say, before all this started, before all the coronavirus stuff started, I did think I was going to end up going back into Canada. Mm. Although I was thinking a different route. Yeah. I was actually planning to go up the east coast of of the states and mm-hmm. go into check out Quebec where Brian always raves about, you know, and like yeah, go yeah. check out Montana and and then do like oh, and I wanted to check out Newfoundland too. I wanted I, I I've been thinking about more like off the beaten path stuff. Yeah, like doing more exploration because that's that's my other I, that's my other passion. Like what I love to do is like yeah. is explore the unknown. Yeah. I feel and like those rides are the best rides too, man. They every are. Time I, they really every, are. Yeah. When I go somewhere, like even if it's by myself, it's like the first time and you're just like trying to figure out the trail system or you're following this map and you're just, I don't know. It's just like everything's so much better. Like the downhill's three miles longer, you know, like the uphill doesn't suck as bad because you're by yourself or whatever. You're just like, dude, I don't even care. I'm going to stop here and well, take pictures. It's flower, you know? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, they've always got that good vibe to them. And it's funny because like you'll go ride that again or like if you're there by yourself and you go discover a place like I've done, I've done this so many times. You go and you ride it and it feels like such an adventure because you have no idea where you are relative to anything else. You got no idea what to expect. And then you come back a second time once you like ha- have your your mind around the area and you mm-hmm. and you're there with like locals and all of a sudden it feels like it's like not even off the beaten path and it's like yeah. everyone knows about it and yeah, it's yeah. like it's no longer like this big adventure. I love not knowing. Yeah, it's, it's so it's so good that way. Yeah, no, it's super fun. It's definitely uh, some of my more memorable days, which may have been just like crappy days as far as like didn't get many miles in didn't know where right just like everything went wrong get but lost they were, yeah they just stick out though you're like that was still fun man it was a good day man i, I enjoyed being in that position you know what i mean i, I don't know how oh, to sure. explain it you know it's magical man it's magical so you said uh colorado in the fall i really want to go to colorado where where should i go uh in the fall I don't care whenever it is. If it's in the fall, you should go. You should go to Crested Butte. Yeah. Yeah. So there's like the Crusty Butte. Somebody says like north, where this range, that range. There's like you guys got some like some slang of like your geographical areas in Colorado. It's like the biggest, the biggest. So like uh, across the middle of Colorado is I seventy. It's I. I'm pretty sure it's I seventy, right? It's not Man, two, two years. You forget what you, it might be 50. Maybe it's oh. 50. Okay. I don't know. But anyway, there's an interstate <laughs> that goes straight across the middle right. and it goes right through the mountains. So that's, uh-huh. that's the one. And and it goes from Fruta on, on the, on the Utah side uh-huh. to um, Denver on the other side and the airport. And that's like the main, that's the main way you get around. And that's where all the big, um, the big mountain ski resorts are that's mm-hmm. where aspen is and and um breckenridge and all those things and then underneath this so this is like the high part of the mountains if you go around and you go underneath them then you're on the south side of the mountains and that is is where crested butte is tucked up in there and salida is a little bit is is underneath there as well all right i'm gonna, I'm um, gonna do something fancy here we're gonna do but this the, the main way that people or that I hear people talking about Colorado is simply East slope, West slope. So it's the desert side and then the, the front range side. So Denver and Boulder, Colorado is the front range or the East slope. Fruta, Grand Junction, um, Telluride and uh, okay. Durango are the West slope. So Crested Butte's kind of like in the middle of that though. It's like almost dead middle actually. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at the map right now. So it's definitely... So what is it that you what is it that 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 you say that's the place to be? Why why is because it? the the leaves the 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 fall of that place is just insane. Just like beautiful. you can't believe your eyes when yeah, you wake up there and it's like overcast and maybe slightly raining and you go out for a ride and there's like these insane low clouds floating in between the mountains. It's just the most mind blowing thing you've ever seen. Oh, you sold me on it. It's crazy, dude. Yeah, yeah. No, it sounds good, dude. I really want to get over there. I got a buddy that lives in um, Colorado Springs, too. I think that's closer to Denver, isn't it? Yep. So Colorado Springs is on is like the first stop if you go from Denver and you're starting to head southwest. So if you don't take the the middle road, the I-70, there's one that goes down south that that basically you go through like Colorado Springs and then you hit Salida 
And then you go and you hit Gunnison, which is just below Crested Butte. And then you can c- continue across. That's one of my favorite drives ever. Yeah. I love that drive. You you drive you drive next to this one, this really really crazy pretty lake after you pass Gunnison, mm-hmm. and um, it's just it's a really cool drive. Um, what is what is it about Colorado that it's like got the sweet spot for you? Is it just because like you have so many different kind of uh, environments there where it's like kind of desert in some spots and some spots it's like pine and i think that's pretty i think that is what it is i'm i grew up in florida so you you have to drive like seven hours just to get out of the state and it's all the same (laughs) yeah yeah and in colorado you you when you drive around every 30 minutes things look completely different yeah completely different whether you're you're going up a mountain and you're at the you're at the bottom and you're going up the mountain or you're going from the high you know it's like you're you're in snow and in the high mountains and then like you get spit out down at the bottom and all of a sudden you're in the desert it's like mm-hmm. e- things are constantly changing and you can you can just experience have different experiences every single day mm-hmm. like com- like vastly different experiences yeah and that's really appealing to me I like variety yeah yeah <laughs> totally. So Salida is kind of like your 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 spot where it seems like you have friends and you used to work there and stuff. I it's, have friends and I and I used to work there, but it's not like um, it's been a little while though. Yeah. If you were going back, to, if you were going back to Salida, what, what would be like the first two or three trails that you rode? Monarch Crest. I would dip off on Fooses, and then I would shuttle back up and ride maybe agate so these are the monarch crest is like a really epic trail uh-huh. it's like it's like you you can drive your car all the way up to the top of the monarch pass uh-huh. which is super pretty and there's it's like at twelve thousand feet so it's way up there oh wow man that's up there it's crazy and they've got a lodge and everything and then you get on your bike and you pedal up um you go up like another maybe maybe the the, the pass is at eleven thousand feet but anyway, you pedal up another like thousand feet Good and, Lord. and then you're at the top and it's like, I'll never, for, that's one of the trails that that's like one of the rides I'll never forget because that was one of my first rides in Colorado. And you get on top of a 12,000 foot, 13,000 foot mountain and it's just mind blowing, yeah. like actually mind blowing. Yeah. No, the vastness and, 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 and you're like, you're most of the time you're completely alone. Yeah. And you're so exposed to the elements. Um, yeah, you're definitely so feeling cool. it, man. Even physically, though, too. It's oh, like sure. I, we, we did a ride. We've done a couple of that around here where you'll you'll peak around ten thousand. Let's just say, which is you know, yeah, that's I know super high. Once you get over like eighty five hundred feet, man, I, I can be in pretty damn good shape down on the down at sea level. But once you hit like eighty five hundred feet, it's just like. It's a Bro. slog, man. It is yeah. a slog for like, you're looking at the, it's such a mind fuck too. Cause it's like, you're looking at the hill, maybe where you're riding and, and you're like, this is not that steep, but you're right. like, I am dying trying to just like push my pedal, you know? And when you get off, you're like, like maybe it's just some little rock that normally you just like pop over and be nothing. And you're like, screw it. I'm walking. You know? like, <laughs> <laughs> or you actually try you try the thing yeah. and it's like in the, in at the end of the simple maneuver, you're like dying. You're like trying to catch your breath frantically. 
Right. Like what happened? Yeah, I get I get anxiety when I get up super high too, like that, because then I start like freaking out. I'm like, what if I what if I pass out? What if I'm just like, dude, shut up, man. Just ride your damn bike already. So <laughs> anything with heights, you, you you're not about even not not even just like exposure, but even just being up really high, you don't even like that. No, I think for that it's more like just being way out in the middle of nowhere. Like I just okay. get kind of like freaked out, like <sighs> There's a really interesting story that like, kind of draws it all back in, but I'm not sure I want to go down that path <laughs> right now. But uh, yeah, but that, that the short of it, like really with the heights, like a lot of times it's, for me, it's most, mostly exposure, but mm -hmm. sometimes some of those views where like, even like say you're standing somewhere where you're not exposed, but just mm -hmm. looking at that like vast, huge thing that everybody's like, this is beautiful. I look at it and I'm like, I just want to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> That's so funny, man. We're like, totally I, different. I want to like take it in. I, I, and sometimes I can, you know, but other times I'm just like, I'll get it on camera. I'll look at it later. And I'll be like, that'll be oh, that was beautiful up there. <laughs> <laughs> like, man, uh, I should have cracked the beer and hung out. Right. Right. It's just like, so like, I, I feel like, oh man, it's, it's just funny. It's just, it's That's, silly I, too. I think, yeah, but I think, I don't think you're in the minority. I think most yeah. people feel that way. Be like most of the people that I talk to, yeah. because I always had the same reaction. I'm like, I'm completely opposite. Yeah. And, and, it, and, and I will, I feel kind of justified in my way because when I'm in somewhere like that, I feel so safe Yeah. and, and at peace because yeah. to me, I, I feel like you do on top of the mountain when I'm in the in in the middle of a bunch of people in a city. Yeah, yeah. It's like that's the hands down the more dangerous spot. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah I hear you. You don't know what like people are much more fickle than than Mother Nature. Like me being on top of the mountain. Yeah, I understand. The weather storms can come in fast, and yeah, there are bears and stuff. But like, yeah. I'll tell you what, I sit down out there and I feel I would I could lay down, take a nap, and know be perfectly fine with it you know yeah i could be fine like like 500 feet from the peak that i was just standing at <laughs> so you're talking like, about like the very tip top yeah yeah it's like whenever i'm up there i'm just like i'm like oh man like there was one that one that i was just talking about yeah it gets nasty and i don't know it, it it's funny it's funny like how you can be completely logical with yourself but in the moment right. of something like that you just yeah. like you're trying to talk yourself through it and you're like this this is pointless you know yeah our minds aren't exactly logical and rational all the time right <laughs> let's talk about something something that's not rational so i've been i've been wondering how much of a, a super chat would you have to get to like shave the beard off <laughs> what's, what's the number that if no, some like there there's no, no number? number no way jose there's there's gotta be like if somebody likes was like dude here's 50 grand shaved like would you would you <laughs> like, like where's the number there's gotta be a cut off right is it 10 i guess i don't know man i guess the fact that uh, the the 50 grand sounded pretty insane so i don't know maybe <laughs> maybe there is a number and i just haven't ever considered it <laughs> yeah we got there yet i gotta be honest with you this is this is what i'm thinking this is what goes through my head if if I have never shaved my beard or my hair online, then I can still have anonymity at some point. Uh huh. That's that's where my where I that's like what I think. I was so like doing the, 
the moment I shave my beard and, and everyone knows what I look like without a beard and long hair, I'll never have anonymity again. That's funny. I saw a picture of you somewhere with short hair. I can't remember where it was. I posted it at the end of a video. Once. Is that, uh, I, I want to say I was like, it was like a research thing. I was like looking up maybe before the last time that we, we, we chatted and I saw some picture. I was like, damn. Cause I want to <laughs> say you were, you were clean shaven in the picture too. Cause you had more like a, a short kind of like a normal, normal guy haircut kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, don't tell anybody it's out there. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even remember what I look like without a beard. Like, I, I also, part of it, I'm, like, kind of scared to shave it now. Like, yeah, I'm going to shave it, and, and I'm going to look at my face, and I'm going to be like, man, you got old. <laughs> Maybe you'll think you just look super young. You're like, oh, my God, I took all this years off. I might have a baby face, too. That's all right? the <laughs> See? I just have no idea what's underneath here. Uh, I am... Um, I, I don't have any attachment to to my facial hair. I think it's just because like I can I'm like a chia pet, man. You just like put daylight on it and it grows right, right. back, you know. So usually what happens with mine is I like screw up trimming it and then I'm like, ah, fuck it. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, I know how at that least yours is long enough where it's like I don't feel like I feel like you could like screw up a little bit and you're just ah, just take another half inch off and then you're good. Oh, for sure. I do that, man. Like I used to keep my beard a lot longer. I mean, recently. I had it trimmed like super short at one point. And I mean, that was, that wasn't because of mess up. That was because it was getting hot. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I mean, generally my beard is, is quite a bit longer. So there's, there's room for mistakes. That's funny. You know there's what? Gotta this this kind of ties in. I wanted, I pulled up uh, an old picture from your Instagram uh -oh. and I'm going to throw it up there on the screen. And it's, it's for those nice. of you guys that are listening, it's, it's Alex sitting out in the, the woods and he's got like a big, huge thing of moss where his beard should be. And he just says something like, I do love goofing around in the, in the forest. What was going on here? What was the deal? I was actually out just on a random hike with my buddy chance. We, and it wasn't even like on a trail. We, um, we had got, we were, we, this is one of those days we didn't even know where we were. So it was so awesome. So we we were up somewhere near um, Boone, um, North Carolina, uh -huh. and we had gone out rock climbing. We had gone out bouldering, and um, we we climbed for a little bit. And then on our way back, the sun was setting, and I looked above us and I saw this like huge uh, rock ledge. I was like, "Yo, stop the car! Let's grab a couple beers." get up there and watch the sunset mm -hmm. and and so we did and we and but there was no trail so we were like we were like severe bushwhacking mm -hmm. and um and that's where this happened this was on the way up and right. um we we were just it was like steep and we were slipping around all over the place we were getting you know hit in the face with bushes and all this stuff <laughs> um and and we never ended up making it to that cliff oh really we never made it no, but it, we had a ton of fun in the process. We we had a ton of fun. We ended up getting back to the car and just setting up the crash pad and drinking a beer on the side of the road, gravel road somewhere. Yeah. So it was a great day. It was right a fantastic on, day. That's awesome. Good. That's good. that's my favorite type of stuff. Just spontaneous, random, you know, middle of nowhere, don't know where you are. Go for yeah. a walk in the woods. I mean, we 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 said that earlier. It's definitely uh it's some, something something to do about the adventure. I think that's the that's probably one of the reasons I first started getting into mountain biking was just the the adventure portion of it. Yeah, especially agreed. when 
when you first start, it's like every trail is a new trail, right? You know, right, right. So it's and, like, and and there's unlimited room for improvement too. Right. So that's exciting. Yeah. What would be something that you would tell a new rider as a piece of advice? Um. Oh man, God, there's so much. I would say the first thing I'd say is just take it easy. It's like, I think that there's a lot of pressure out there to progress for whether it's for Instagram or, you know, just cause your friends, cause no one is ever at the same skill level. Most of the yeah. time when people get brought into mountain biking, it's through a friend and yeah. therefore naturally you're behind whoever yeah. that is that just got brought in is behind. So I'd say don't feel pressured to go too hard, too fast yeah. because you know, it's just incremental gains incremental gains and the, you'll get there that's similar to what i usually go about telling people because some of my like people that i really looked up to that taught me things on how to ride were just like super chill you know yeah. what i mean mm -hmm. so it was like i always try to tell people like look man this isn't a race we're out here to have fun like yep. like if you see something that scares you and you feel like you need to walk do that because right. like it's much better for you to walk through that and then ride next week instead of try something that you're not in like capable of yet. Yeah. You know? And like don't trip that like you're holding we're you're holding us up. Dude, I'm just happy to be outside. You know, yeah. like I think that's I think the pure the pure thing is a huge part of it all. Yeah. Because the other thing is is like um mountain biking is a little bit different than than other certain other things that you do outdoors like um rafting for instance mm -hmm. like if you're whitewater rafting you can you can um you can be with someone that's experienced but you guys are all in the same boat so the experienced person can kind of bail you out yeah, yeah. when you're on a mountain bike you are completely on your own and yeah. and and no matter what the other person on the other bike is telling you yeah you are the only one affected by your actions <laughs> for the good, for good or bad. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, yeah. So you got to keep that. You got to keep that in mind. You got to know that you are the end person that needs to make the end judgment call. No one else can make it for you. It's up to yeah. you, and you yeah. got to take that responsibility. It's crazy. The more that you ride, the um, more that like, how far you get away from being a new rider. And let me try to explain. It is that. like we just recently took out somebody over the weekend that it's like for all intents and purposes is their first ride. Mm -hmm. And it's just like this trail that to me is like, there's not anything on there that you could possibly be scared of, it's you like, know, oh my and God, it's so narrow or they're like, you know, having a, there's a berm and they're like, I don't know how to do that. And then they're like, Oh, it seems like there's a big drop. And I'm like, there's not, I'm afraid of heights. That's not a drop. You know, like, you yeah. know, it's just like, it's all these things though, where you're like, man, it, it, you, you get so far away from it and, and, and it's in complete levels, you know, it's mm -hmm. like, there's even trails that I used to think were super hard that now then, then six months or a year from then they're like easy to me, but even compared to what I'm looking at and thinking hard is hard now is like still like way far away from that. You know, it's just like, yeah it's kind of crazy. I know when I was going through your Instagram, there was like a picture of you hitting some jump and, and it was like, this guy's boosting shit way bigger than that right now. But I'm pretty sure that when you posted that picture, you were like, dude, I hit it. You know, I cleared that tabletop or whatever it was, you know, yeah. like, oh, yeah. Would that feel like whenever you were doing that stuff up in, up in Canada? 
Oh my god, dude, that was insane. Like it, I still look at that stuff. It was so it was so beyond what I ever expected myself to be able to do on a mountain bike yeah. that I still look back at it and I can't believe that I was doing it. How do you get like to just that thinking spot? about it? Just yeah. thinking about it, I'm like, oh, oh my! I get scared just thinking about doing it again. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure that I would just get there and do it again. Is it just the, is it the bike? Is it the practice? Like, what is it that gets you there? Because I'm not a practice. guy that's. Go ahead. No, no, you, you, you're not I was gonna a guy. Say, like, I'm, I'm not a guy that's like really wants to do big jumps, but I could see myself getting into it. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. like it's not, it, it's not on my radar, but I could see like going somewhere like that, following some people down all of a sudden being like, Oh, this tabletop's getting easier. This, and next thing you know, I'm like freaking, I'm shutting it. You know? like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's the attitude that you have to have basically. <laughs> yeah. That's one thing that I've learned is you have to have that attitude that you have to have like the go for it, like, bike park attitude i i think yeah. about it you know it's like when you're because when you're in a bike park everyone is like let's send it yeah so it's impossible it's impossible for you not to be in that vibe you got to be like in that like aggressive we're going for it vibe uh -huh. to hit stuff like that that's i think that's how you do it that's that's definitely that's certainly how uh how how seth got me on dirt merchant like if i had actually walked all of dirt merchant i i don't know if i would have done it yeah, uh, we walked we walked quite a bit of it, but I mean, I don't know. I still look at it and I'm like, oh my gosh! There comes a point in time. I'll tell you this: there comes a point in time in jumps where you have, at least I, I have no concept of just how high I'm going, because yeah. I look at clips and I'm like, what? <laughs> I was how high in the air? Yeah, don't feel like that. Yeah. So but what was it? Was it just like you're riding a DH bike and like the just like progression or? It's progression. It's all progression. Yeah. For the first, for the longest stretch of time in my life, that like leading up to that, I had the longest stretch of not crashing. Yeah. And and it, it and it was because I I really slowed things down yeah. and did like really incremental, just never yeah. went ham. I never had prior prior like early in my mountain bike life i tried to make these gigantic leaps in progression uh -huh. and i always got wrecked i was telling seth earlier i tried i tried learning drops like really new as a mountain biker and i had no concept of the fact that like i looked at the drop i was like okay the lip the mountain right below it is like six feet i didn't ever think about the fact that i'm jumping off of it in this direction and it's like the further <laughs> you get away the higher it gets it's like yeah it doubles the height, you know? So yeah. I, I broke my arm trying this drop. Oops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, I should, I had no business, no business doing this, anything, uh -huh. anything near that. So recently I've, I, you know, and, and as I get older, I get a little bit wiser and I've been slowing things down and doing it more, uh, two things i've been going slower in my i've been moving in slower in increments it's crazy what you can achieve if you do small increments like you go to a place like doothy hill and they've got these drops and one's this high and the other one is just barely higher yeah. and then the other one is just barely higher and then the other one is just yeah. barely higher so the difference between here and here is nothing but the difference between here and there was huge but yeah. if you've done the two that are in between, yeah. the difference feels like nothing. I've seen guys uh, post pictures of the, those type of 
places on online. I'm always like, man, I wish we had something like that around here. Cause it's like, yeah. to be able to like step up and then be able to, cause once you do something like that, like you can always like go back to that in your head and be like, yeah, this rock as big as that, you know, like, I know there's like certain rock rolls that I've done up in Tahoe where I'm like, it was this steep, you know? And I'm like, so I go and look at something else and I'm like, Oh, it's about like that one. I'm going to stand up there. It's going to look way steeper and way higher when you're on top, but I've done this before. You know what I mean? Like, I totally know what you mean. The more, the more time you have under your belt with mountain biking, the more things that you've written, the more features you've seen, the, the bigger the encyclopedia that you have to draw on becomes. And I totally think that that also is a big part of it because then you can progress faster and faster um because you're comparing that's why i do everything now i'm always comparing i'm like this is approximately the size of this other thing that i've done it'll it'll be chill or it'll Mm -hmm. feel like this you know and um and that helps a ton and the other thing i do is like i've just become a lot better at listening to myself and no one else it's like i don't ever i've i like swallow my pride at at the drop of a heart be, yeah. like the, the drop out of that hat it's like it's not a big deal if i can't hit something i'm not even worried about it anymore it's like some days you just aren't feeling it it's not that you wouldn't it's yeah. just like some days i'm not feeling it and i don't push myself to do that anymore i don't try to like get over that yeah. that, that day i accept it and and i go back another time and that has saved me a lot of headache i think have you done all the features there in burn peak no no which one's, got your, which one's got your number? Um, so there's a few that I haven't done. Um, and I'm actually going to make a video about this because, because it's like becoming such a big thing in my head. It's going to be crazy. So like I haven't done the main frame. I haven't done the snake pit gap. Um, I think I guess I've done pretty much everything else now. Uh-huh. Cause the first thing I did was the whale tail when I got here, like we were building that and I did the whale. Oh no, I, I had to do the Kevin jump first. So I yeah. had to do the Kevin jump in order to do the whale tail. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah. But so the I Kevin just, jump seems like it's a little from online. Seems like it's a little more sketchy than the, the, uh, the, tr- the, the what's the one in the logs, all the trees there. You just the, said it that's a second. The, that's the, the, the whale tail. No, oh, the, the snake. snake yeah, 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 yeah. The snakes. The the um. Because you got to jump over the tree. Cemetery. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, screw that. But you're riding yeah. on a skinny. Is the thing. That's the thing that gets me, man. <laughs> I just. Dude, I don't Seth think I like has skinnies. a screw loose, doesn't he? <laughs> he's so confident on skinnies. He can just look ahead and he's fine. Yeah, yeah. I seen him like roll through that that new one on the the last video, and the, like the first thing out of your mouth was like, "Dude, you went so fast." I couldn't <laughs> like, believe it. I couldn't believe it. I was holding the camera, and I just couldn't even hold my mouth. I was like, "What?" Because <laughs> you know, when you build a feature, no one has ever hit that before. We right. we we had never hit it. We never seen anyone hit it. We have no right. idea what to expect. Right. And that dude, he just dropped in, and he didn't even sound like he would put on his brakes. I was like, "What just happened?" <laughs> I'm not going that fast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know much, but I know that much. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So yeah, I have not hit that. That's I I've, I've tried to roll into it. That snake pit uh-huh. gap. And because of, uh, you know, because of th- the way things are COVID and I'm, I'm not going to yeah, do yeah. anything that like puts me in peril. I just made the call. And that's, that's a, the, the perfect example. Yeah. Seth was right there. And yeah. I, I was going, I was doing run-ins and I got back to the back 
And I went to go do another run in and I was standing there for forever. I was like I'm trying to envision it and I couldn't. And I just <laughs> like, I'm not doing it. Yeah. I just said, I'm not doing it today. He's and he was like, all right, yeah, good call. <laughs> so um, yeah, in the mainframe, I don't really know how that one's gonna go either. I've seen I think I've seen too many people crash on these things that it gets in my head. Yeah. Well, that's the thing where they tell you like envision yourself doing it. And then you're like, yeah, but I can see all these other people not. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, hey, you want to know another fantastic um, recommendation for new riders? What's Don't that? watch fail videos. Yeah. Never <laughs> watch. No, I'm dead serious, though. It's not even a joke. It's like it gets in your head. You start yeah. instead of envisioning yourself succeeding at mountain biking at, at certain features, your brain starts remembering how people have failed at stuff like that. Yeah, and that's yeah. where what you think. If you're not envisioning success, you're in trouble. I think that's one of the reasons I always think I don't want to jump because I'm like, I've seen too many people. Everybody that's jumping online, they make it on pink bike every Friday. Fail you know? <laughs> videos are detrimental to our community's progression. <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned earlier that you broke your arm trying to do that drop and we've seen uh -huh. some injuries on the channel. Uh -huh. what, what's, what's the worst injury in, in your uh, riding experience? Man, worst injury I've ever, ever had was actually like one of my very first mountain bike rides. Oh, yeah? What was that? It, oh, my gosh. I tore my ACL. Oh, shit. Let's hear the story. Yeah, right? There's got to be a good story here, right? Oh, it's a fantastic story. There's so many you, There's so many red flags. So I had just started mountain biking, and I, I can't remember if I actually had my own mountain bike at this time. I think I did. I think I had like a cheap mountain bike, my first mountain bike. And I was in, I was living in Florida at the time. So I got into it like at my own, as like a senior in college, I started mountain biking uh -huh. when I stopped playing soccer. And, and basically every weekend I would just research and there wasn't any of the trails down there. It was just, there was Alifaya and then there was like almost nothing else. So I was like online trying to find where I could just go ride a mountain bike. And I would just go, just drive and explore because there was no trail forks. There was no, right, there was right. none of these, none of these apps, or at least right. I didn't know of any. So, <laughs> um, so anyway, one of my brothers went to high school in North Carolina and we were going, we ended up going up a couple of years later, we went up to his graduation and in, because they were in North Carolina, him and some of his friends had gone mountain biking and you know, so while I was up there, my brother was like, yo, you got to come. Let's go mountain bike. You you won't believe these trails. I've never ridden anything outside of Florida at this point. Right. So, okay. So we, we, um, he gives me a loaner bike from one of his friends and it is just in terrible shape. I felt <laughs> horrible on it. I got on it and I knew I was like, I shouldn't be riding this. I feel so <laughs> out of sorts. Like it just felt very weird. I don't remember the specifics, but yeah. it was clanking, clacking. It was way too small for me. <laughs> right, My feet right. are slipping off, and like right. nothing shifting. The brakes are hardly working. And, right. But all, we was, all the signs were there. <laughs> all the signs were there, but that didn't right. stop us. Right. So we go out and we're riding this trail, and it's just blowing my mind. I've never even ridden on a mountain, and and there's like this this place. I don't even know where it was. Um, but it had features, 
and uh-huh. and I was just like, what's happening? <laughs> and, what and, and my brother knew the trail and he's not thinking about me at all. He's just trying to show off. So he's just zooming. Right. And and I'm an idiot. And so I'm following him, him blind and just expecting that he's going to like warn me about things. And sure enough, we hit this huge steep thing and then we go up and all of a sudden I'm in the air. I've never been in the air in my life. <laughs> you know? all, I believe I can fly. <laughs> yeah. So I was, I was like, I don't know what to do. I threw the bike out from under me. I had good instincts. But sure enough, I landed and I'm like a cat. I landed on my feet, but I landed kind of like sideways to my, my, where I, how I was moving. Uh, and, and as soon as I landed, I just heard a like pop, pop, pop. And then I fell, i rolled to down, like down my side yeah. and started writhing in pain. And, um, there's always a noise when you get hurt bad, when it's really bad, there's a noise. And you know, when you hear that noise, like you can't explain it to anybody, but you know, when you hear that, you're like, Oh, this is not, this isn't good. What have you done? What have you done? That has the noise that when I separated my shoulder, I knew as soon oh, as yeah. I hit the ground, like instantly, like I heard that, like, it was like a pop, like a, like a rubber band snapped or something. And it was mm-hmm. like, it was like, it didn't hurt right away. Like it wasn't super painful. You know, you know what I mean? Like it hurt, but it wasn't like, like, Oh my God, I just got my arm chopped off, you know, but it right. was instantly. I was like, this is not good, this but you know, good. yeah. And I knew as soon as I hit the ground and it's weird too. Like, how can you have like this, like 15 minute dialogue in like a quarter of a second between like hitting the ground yeah. and being <laughs> on the ground? Yeah. <laughs> like you're like thinking about all kinds of stuff. You're like, oh, well, you know, so it's like, I don't know. I've made that. a huge mistake. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the thing that's going through my head. <laughs> yeah. It so. just doesn't, doesn't make any sense at all. The funniest part of that story though is um is is when this happened, I was um I was oh I'm sorry. Yeah, so this was actually like right when I began. So that was Mm -hmm. my brother. He's my little brother. He was graduating high school and I was already in college. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so I was actually up there for his graduation. We're with family. But the thing is, is I was still at this point, I was still playing soccer. So in three weeks, I was supposed to report to my spring training for D1 premier mm-hmm. soccer at school. And I had to call my coach up and tell him what had just happened. Oh, no. He was not very happy. <sighs> What's the recovery time on something like that? It took a year. Oh, Lord. So basically, an, were you on like a ride? Year. Like you were getting a ride for school or? I wasn't, luckily I was not, I did have, I had like an academic ride, oh, but okay. I, I did not have the, I was a walk on to the soccer team. Oh, okay. Like I actually had to try out yeah, and yeah. stuff. So luckily I didn't have to like forego that, but I still was on the team and like, yeah, I, I, the physical training, like I, I worked with the, the PT guy at the team and recovered through them and, you know. That's yeah, probably good but, though that you were on the team. Then you had that that uh, opportunity to work with the physical therapist and stuff. It definitely, I think it definitely helped because in the end, like at the end of the year, my 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 knee that I had messed up was actually stronger and better than the other one because mm-hmm. oh, I right spent on. so much time rehabbing it. So yeah, yeah. But That's... yeah, that was terrible. That was like my first. That's hands down the worst. So yeah, yeah I just got that out of the way. 
What, which one would you say was worse? You know, when you fell with Brian and you, you messed up your shoulder, that was you mean like, it was Seth? Was it? Oh, it was Seth. I'm sorry. It was Seth. I'm sorry. It wasn't Brian. And uh, that kind of like was the first time that you, you, you had fallen off of the, the internet for a little bit because you were having some struggles with that. Right. That was the so, first, that was the first dark age. Right. So was yeah. that fall worse? Or the one whenever you were on the bridge going down to the keys with oh. that as you were recovering from that fall. Which one Ooh. was like the the like mentally the the worst? So mentally, the first one was worse. Yeah. Just because you felt like your channel was growing and exactly. It was like I just made first of all, I was I was super embarrassed because it was so dumb. You know, right. it was like, it was like I was rolling off of a rock and it was, there was just this divot that was covered in leaves that I didn't see. And my front wheel got hung up on it. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then on top of that, it's all on video and it's going up on the internet, not just my right. channel, but Seth's right. channel. Right. <laughs> it's like plastered across the internet. Yeah, I'm getting, yeah. e I'm getting emails from like TV shows asking if they can use this footage and stuff. And I'm like, are oh, you serious? Geez. Oh yeah, for oh, sure. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like I go in and see my my physical therapist, and like I, I'm just trying to sh like get, give him all the information I can so he can best treat me. Right. And I show him that I show him I'm like, here, this is what happened. Here's the guy, yeah. and he grabs my phone and he like goes and shows everyone in the office. <laughs> He's like, yo, look at this. They, he dislocated his shoulder and his buddy they just relocated it right there on the trail like uh, I, the next time yeah. i went into the doctor's office everyone knew who i was right he's all i was stoked. like oh gosh oh no and um so yeah that that video gets shown i get emails to this day of people that are doing um woofer and woofa classes wilderness first aid uh -huh. they show this video in the classes no They're joke like I, saying, I, I got an email recently. Are they giving you guys props or are they saying, don't do this? No, they're giving us props. Right on. That's what I thought. Cause I thought you guys freaking handled that shit pretty well, man. Yeah, that's in. And I, I can't, I couldn't believe it. But so I have learned that there was one way better that I could have done it. What I technically really should have done was laid on the rock and had Seth just pull my arm down. So you, if you lay across oh. something and can have your shoulder or your arm laying off so that you can pull it without pushing in the into the armpit because uh, his foot could technically there's a chance to like get nerves pinched in there as it relocates when you do that way okay so it's a lot cleaner if you're just pulling it with nothing pushing in there oh uh, interesting just for in case anyone need, wanted yeah, to know okay. in case anyone is going to need to use that info so back but, to yeah. the, the original one so so mentally then the first one was bad but that, second that was one the was, worst the second the, one hurt so much more though yeah. it, it's so funny how that it, how how crazy that is though because the the dislocation hardly hurt at all i yeah. continued riding right after yeah but um i'll tell you what that that fall on the bridge ooh, that was rough huh oh my god that hurt when you guys and, still had some miles to do after that still right you had yep. to rally yeah yeah you're right i guess that i didn't even think about that that was pretty demoralizing too yeah. And, um, but yeah, uh, so that one, that one was also pretty rough, but I didn't know it at the time because, um, that actually set me back substantially in my recovery. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it like almost doubled the amount of time that it took. So yeah. I had already been doing a lot of rehab on my own. And, and that was like the impetus. I like, I was starting to feel good and I started yeah. to feel like able. So I called up Seth. I'm like, yo, I'm so bored. I want to go get on. Uh, I want to go pedal, but I can't yeah. quite mountain bike. I got this idea. Yeah. And, and so that was how that started. And then we did this thing and then I had that fall and I get back from that trip and I actually went in to see a physical therapist at that point. And he was like, man, you're dicked. You're, <laughs> you, this isn't looking good. This and I had to start all idea, over. Dude. <laughs> I had to start all over. Oh so, Lord. What yeah, a it was bummer. rough. Maybe you should stop hanging out with Seth, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, this, that's not fun. Right. Be fun in that. Then no, it, it, Hey, you know, it all comes back to what I said earlier. Every, when you are on your bike, you are responsible for your own destiny. It is only yeah. you, you and only you. That so is I take, I take full responsibility and ownership of everything. That's definitely the truth. There's no doubt about that. So, yeah. um, what, what bike are you riding nowadays? So, uh, currently I'm on a Canyons drive and, uh, like a bunch of Canyon stuff. However, mm-hmm. I'm going to be changing soon and oh. I don't know what to. Oh, sweet. So yeah, who knows? I it's mean, if I air. was going to, if I was going to pull a, a bike out of the hat, I would go with the, uh, the Ibis, uh, Ripmo. Cause it seems like everybody on YouTube's riding one right now. I know. Right. Those are cool <laughs> guys. It, I mean, I got to ride with uh, Chuck Ibis and a super cool guy. Yeah. Like really, really awesome dude. I, yeah. I, it, it makes a lot of sense why, um, I mean, Brian had wanted to, Brian had been, had had multiple interactions with him in the mm-hmm. past and he, he saw the same thing I did. And that was why Brian linked up with them. And, um, and I get it now, like now yeah. that I've met and ridden with him, man, talk about a dude that's stuck on bikes and just like, yeah. so down to earth despite yeah, yeah. who he is you know yeah, no i hear you there's a few and not to mention the bike is awesome yeah i've ridden yeah, it I, I i had a chance to ride it once and for whatever reason that didn't work out and i really i would like to ride that bike yeah. i um i was an anti 29er for a long time until i bought that chameleon and it was the first 29er that i rode that actually was like this doesn't make me feel like i wish i was back on a 27.5 yes so so, it's not easy, is it? It's like yeah. you do have to get the right one. Yeah. And and so many people are riding that bike. Obviously, they're, they're doing something right. But outside of that, what I was going to say was like, I've definitely met a few different brands along the way where mm-hmm. the guy that started the company was like, is what's like completely, completely sold me on everything that they do. You know, yeah. and when when that person that you know that's like running the show is like, it is for real like that you're like dude i i i 100 commit to whatever product you're putting out because i know what type of person you are you, you yeah. know what i mean yeah i mean i'm i think we're probably alike because i i like the the company the vibe the people mean almost just as much to me as the product yeah yeah because yeah. i think i think it's going to follow i think the product will happen that's something that you can actually change yeah you can't change the people yeah, so you got to yeah, have good sure. people from the get-go for sure so that's I, I totally agree. So I was wondering, um, there's a lot of you on the internet, you know. So a lot of like what people probably maybe there's some things that people assume that this is you, or because of maybe the way that you've been portrayed in certain videos or something like that. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that 
people see or think about you that you would that you would like a chance to like correct? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you have something in mind, but what's no, I don't. Not at all. Mind, I totally don't. I was just thinking. It just went something that came to me, man. <laughs> Like, cause you know, I, sometimes like people are like, oh man, everybody thought like the way I handled this thing or everybody mm -hmm. thought that I'm a jerk because I did this. Or maybe if it, it's just something you personally like, you know, man, that one guy came up to me and I was in a hurry and I wish I would have like turned around and, and said something to him instead. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh uh, yeah. No, I, 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 I get, I, I understand what you're saying for sure. I mean, there's a ton, there's a ton. Because it's like you can't, you can't um, communicate perfectly. It's like I'm trying to make entertaining videos, yeah. And depending on how you make it, people are going to see what they want to see. They're going to everyone's going to see something different. And it's like in the end, at the end of the day, you can't really, you can't. You just got to be happy, mm -hmm. you know, with uh, with yourself, with what you see in the video, and that. So it's it's hard to say, but okay. So I, I can definitely tell you for one really funny story is when I first met Phil, mm -hmm. <laughs> he said, we sat, we sat down and we had this awesome conversation. And at the end of the conversation, he finishes it with, man, I really, you know, I, I don't know how to tell you this, but I, I, from your videos, I, I didn't think you were that smart. <laughs> it's like, he's like i really didn't expect you to be able to have a, a, a solid conversation and like an intellectual conversation and you know oh, Lord. and i was like i can see that i can totally see that oh that's great i probably fooled a few people along the way too then <laughs> for sure i mean you know you no one ever no one ever is thinking about the full context of anything it's like yeah. my first my first 250 videos is solely me riding a bike, which right. is like the pinnacle of my stupidity. Yeah. Y you know, <laughs> so, <laughs> and, you know, it's like the most amped and, and stupid I'll ever get. So it's like, uh, it, uh, am I always like that? No, <laughs> kind of wish I could be, but yeah. um, the, the one that really gets me, the one that I, that's like really hits close to home and it's, and there's nothing I can do about it. And mm -hmm. there's nothing that, I don't know it's, but it would be nice to vent. Mm -hmm. Um, when I take, when I took time off yeah. and the thing is, is like, I, if I don't communicate, it's on me, right? Mm -hmm. It's totally on me. And I totally get that, which is why I don't get upset. I don't get mad. Mm -hmm. It just, it still hurts though. But yeah. I saw a whole bunch of comments that um, were like, ah, he's making so much money on Patreon that he doesn't care about us anymore. He doesn't need to make YouTube videos. And yeah. that that sucked to see. That sucked yeah. that like really, really hurt. Because if if people watch have watched have followed my channel and watched a lot of my stuff and they still think that I make decisions in my life based around money, then I've completely failed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you definitely don't um, come across to me as a money-driven person. A money-driven person doesn't live in his car. <laughs> 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 you, you know That's I mean? true. Just That's like, true. No, for sure. 
like even even living in the van like it's like it's still it's not a it's not something that somebody that's money driven is like really materialistic and they want to have a big house and a big car, a fancy car. car and, yeah yeah all the toy they gotta have a boat and a trailer not a, an rv you know what i mean not not right live in a hundred square feet you know like yeah oh man if it was a hundred that'd be nice yeah i don't know how many, <laughs> how many square feet is in the van probably like it's like 50. just under it's like just under a hundred yeah yeah how is that like the the super long one can you fit that one in nope. still in a regular parking lot or parking i can space? still fit it in a regular spot that was the key i have not so brian has the smallest one i have mm -hmm. the middle and then the next biggest is a full foot longer which is yeah. it doesn't seem like much but oh my gosh when you see it it's yeah. so much longer and and then that whole foot hangs out behind the wheel well the back wheel yeah. well so, so it's quite a bit your, your truck is probably as long as my f-150 then probably yes about probably the size yeah mm -hmm. yep i bad. man i park in single spots it's like if they're diagonal they're really awesome mm -hmm. if they're perfectly um perpendicular to like the the drive then mm -hmm. I can kind of get in a tight spot if if the if if someone parks on either side of me and then also behind me, mm -hmm. I can kind of get into a tough situation if it's a tiny lot. But I've never had a problem. Like I just know what to look for and like park in a regular spot at the grocery store. It's very nice. Right on, dude. That's super. Yeah, cool. it's a big is, deal. Is there anything that you would have changed with that whole build that like now, like looking back, like you're like, man, I wish I would have done this or. Um, I mean the sink, the renovation that I did last year was, were like the top tier. I wish I had things. Yeah. So the cabinets above because of that extra storage space and like mm -hmm. big, like pretty big storage space where I can fit strange objects like pots and pans, you know, it's like mm -hmm. those things don't fit in average, like a little, the, the skinny drawers that I had in the, in the workbench. Yeah. So yeah. being able to put those above was so nice and then like mm -hmm. coffee stuff and all sorts like everything it just freed up a lot of space and then the sink is like total game changer you know yeah, yeah. just the fact that every night i had to open my freaking door to spit out toothpaste it's like that was terrible <laughs> if you're right. you know because sometimes i'm in a i'm in a parking lot surrounded right. by other people you know right. it's like it, it's not just people camping it's like people going shopping right right you're in walmart then, right yeah yeah and i'm like opening my door and, and like launching out toothpaste and it's, like, <laughs> it's like you know you don't want to be that guy right totally but i was <laughs> you have like a, a toothpaste bottle that you like you could spit in nah, nah no i just launched it i mean i would always like i wouldn't do it just onto the pavement i would like be next to bushes i would always make sure i was next to bushes or whatever but now i have a sink and it's just right down in there. I'm in my right. van. I don't have yeah. to get out. You know. You, you talked about how much research you did before um, before building that thing, and I I'm like get on these kicks of where I think I'm going to do it, and I start falling into the rabbit hole, and it's just like it's so easy to do in that little tiny bit of time. There's like so many like super ingenious ways that people have done stuff, and like where you'll see one and you'll think like, man, that thing's dialed, and then you'll see somebody else, and they have like. They have a desk, they have a shower, they have a bathroom, they have room for their bikes. And you're like, how the hell did they get all this in there? You know, yeah. it's just like crazy. It's amazing what cameras can do. Yeah. So just make it look good. Yes. You get you get that GoPro lens, the a wide angle lens, and yeah. the inside of a van will look can look pretty big. 
Yeah. But you go stand in there with right. another person, especially, and, and it ain't big. There's nothing there, huh? Yeah, you go and you try to fit that 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 bike and the surfboard, and the kayak. It's yeah, like, yeah. All of a sudden, there's no room to move, and it and it just feels like I don't know. Feels like a cage. Right. Being able to move or being able to move around inside is the thing that makes it not feel terrible. Right. You know. Right. That's so what I having, like about your build. How your like bed turns into a couch, so it's like a kicking spot. And freaking where you sleep, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. Being able to move it from like, if you like, you can sit on the couch and then you go and sit at the desk and it's like a completely different vantage point and it feels yeah. different and that's key. Yeah. You mentally know? It's probably good, you know, yeah. very important for sure. And then yeah. you drop the bed and you go and you go towards the back and it's like, again, it's different and that's, it's, it's nice. It's nice to be able to do that. You're pretty tall too, right? How how tall are you? Everyone thinks that. You're not? Seriously, everyone thinks that. No, you're like a foot taller than me. Me? <laughs> dude, I'm, I do I'm, have I'm a like... picture of me next to Seth, and I look like a freaking ogre, dude. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. I think I've seen that. I think I've seen that. <laughs> I mean, I'm 5'10". It's like perfectly average, I think. So you can't I'm... sleep sideways, though. You can't sleep... Like right i'm like yeah. just it's so it's so terrible i'm like just too tall to do that i yeah. needed to be if i'm five nine i could do that yeah i was thinking it like because i that was one of the things you're I screwed about. yeah i have to like build it the bed longer so if i was to do that so I'm, i don't know we'll see what happens you could do there's always different options like you could just do you don't have to do a bed all the way across you could do a bed only on one half of the van but then you have to build legs that'll sit in the middle Mm -hmm. No, I have to have it for able to fit me in. Oh, that's right. Because I got that's got right. the lady. She's the uh, she's the key part. Because if I if I can't talk her into it, then what's the point? You know what I mean? Like, because because to me it's like if I can't if, if we're not going to go out and do some like serious trips, it makes absolutely no sense to spend the money to even buy a used truck and build it out, like. Right. That's a boatload of money. There's like a lot of hotel rooms I could pay for. If, right. You know what I mean? So it's like, that's the thing where it's like, it definitely has to be something that she's happy with. And, and I'm like stoked about too, you know? Yeah. Well, I think, I think you're, I think you're ahead of the curve thinking like understanding that because I, I think unfortunately a ton of people fall into that trap Yeah. where they make that investment and they spend all that time and then they never do the trip. Yeah. I think for me, I'm more interested in like building it than anything. Like, oh, wow. I, 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 we're complete opposite. I, 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 <laughs> I don't even want to do another build. I am. I'm, I'm not saying that I like actually would be super motivated about that, but I know like that's the part that's like really intriguing to me right now. So, I mean, I don't know. I do. I guess I'm kind of like, like, a. I do a lot of stuff around here, like little projects. You like building like stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think so. And, and I think as much as I used, I like really come off of like a shoot from the hip kind of guy. Like I definitely like to like do the research and like figure this out, but then at the same time, like wing it too, you know, where it's like, mm -hmm. all right, we're going to figure, we're just shoot. We'll, we'll do this, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I like that, you know, like when you get done a project and I'm sure you did it with the band a billion times, like you sit there with like having a beer afterwards, just stare at it. Like it's like you're like this looks so cool I it's pretty satisfying <laughs> yeah no I'll, I'll give you that i'll give you that i yeah. i definitely am learning to enjoy it especially hanging around here you know like 
building that feature this last week, Elmer Fudd mm -hmm. here on Burn Peak, that yeah. was extremely satisfying. Yeah. We just we just wrapped on kind of like pretty much wrapped on a project today, like a humongous project. Right. On. Um and looking at it, like you said, it's like Seth and I sat down at the end of the day, we're like both just annihilated. Yeah. And we can hardly keep our eyes open and move. And we sat down and we like looked down, we looked at this and, and we're like, oh my gosh, that looks incredible. That's we awesome. just made that from nothing. Like that's a good, it is a cool feeling. Yeah. It's really easy to be motivated on something like that too. Cause like, I don't know, for me, like when I'm in the middle of something like that, I wake up like first thing I'm like, I have to force myself to eat breakfast before I like get into like whatever I'm getting into. I have like I, that. Go ahead. I just pound some coffee. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll like tend to like, not like, it'll be like, dude, it's one o'clock. You still haven't eaten. Like seriously make something happen here, dude. But, um, man, <laughs> and you're neck deep in a project. That's easy to have that. That yeah, happened to yeah. us today. Yeah. yeah <laughs> good stuff. So, um, oh, we're, we're getting pretty close to wrapping up. So I'm gonna ask you one more thing before we go. Who, who do you like to watch on YouTube, man? Oh man, I watch I watch a bunch of weird stuff on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've been watching. So recently, I've actually been diving like massively into music. Uh -huh. I think it's just so cool that. So I've been watching this one piano channel. If you watch, my, did you watch my video this uh, last week? I'm sure I watched it. Whatever just came out. Yeah. 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 Of course. So, Okay, so so I started um, for picking research. up the piano and, I mean, and playing. No. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> purely research, purely research. <laughs> pen and paper notes. Right. <laughs> um, so anyway, I I started to like remember that I you know start playing the piano again. Remember that I really oh, yeah, enjoy yeah. it. Oh that yeah the uh, the electronic piano in the van. Yeah. So I've been watching these piano channels and just it's so cool there there the there's these channels that play the piano at such an insanely high level it is mind-blowing yeah. how crazy these piano pieces are um but the way they set it up is so cool it's like a it's like a guitar hero style yeah but with piano so the notes are falling cascading uh -huh. down and then the keys are lighting up as they're playing um oh, just wow. very aesthetically pleasing and then i mean i just think you know classical music is beautiful so but i've been so i've been listening to quite a bit of that and um uh but just music in general on youtube has been blowing my mind because uh -huh. there's so many there's so many people that are putting themselves out there in such a in, in such a public way on the internet uh -huh. and and you can just access them by the click of a button you can find hundreds of thousands of people that are like pouring out their souls via music yeah. right in front of your face and you get to watch it. And, and it's really cool. You, if you just, if you just dive down a rabbit hole uh, it's like, it can take you to some pretty crazy places. If you, if you just follow the music, you know, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Music's a beautiful thing, man. It's definitely, um, that was my first passion in life. Oh really? Yeah, I actually went to school for studio recording. Like, uh, Shut up. Yeah, that's that. That's what I, I started out with. So I, I that's the only reason I always tell people. They ask me how I got to California. I always say because I wanted to be a rock star. Uh, <laughs> no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny, funny stuff, right? So, I mean, that's pretty cool. 
Yeah, yeah, dude. I honestly, I forgot to bring it up. I was gonna show you. I was gonna while we were talking. My uh, my senior pitcher looks like a brown haired, beardless single track sampler. Like, oh, I'll dude. Send, Wait, I'll do you have text, it? Man. Yeah, I okay. not that I can pull up here, but I'll, I'll shoot it to you on text after afterwards. You, you'll get a kick out of it, man. I would love <laughs> to see that for sure. That sounds hilarious, dude. I super appreciate man you coming on the show again, dude. It was so much fun Heck every yeah, time man. we chat. It's a it's a it's a good time for sure. Absolutely. Um, Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm 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 uh I'm amped, dude. I'm amped I'm that we have to see you get this thing going again. Yeah, that's 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 the thing, dude. I'm I'm really excited about it. Is that uh, here we are? We're we're doing a new format. Got you know some great guests lined up. Next week's going to be BKXE. The week after that, Phil's going to be on. I have to talk to him about oh how gosh. he thought you were stupid. And <laughs> yeah, ask him about that. <laughs> so, dude, that that'll be a curveball. He will not see that coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll definitely have to mention that to him. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead here and and sign off, but hang around. I'll, I'll chat with you in a little bit. So, okay. everybody, everybody here, I appreciate everybody coming and, and checking out the show. It's been super fun. Thanks a lot, Alex, for being on, man. Seriously, yeah, man. Um, Thank you guys. Thanks everyone for watching too or listening, yeah. whatever you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Whether you're at home on the internet looking at it while you're taking a dump or uh, <laughs> commuting to work. Hopefully after COVID stuff is over, that'd be, that'd be nice to do. Right. Listening to a podcast either way. I, I really appreciate it. I want you guys to uh, remember to check out project three, two, one. If you can, they're a show sponsor. I forgot to mention earlier, like a uh, amazing freaking host that I am that project three, two, one actually has a biker bar baller coupon code for 10% off of their gear so they're super solid hubs and jake builds super solid wheels i've been banging around on those night wheels for over a year that he built not even tuned once and um as you guys know i'm not a little dude so there he's building some solid wheels and you can get 10 percent off a whole wheel set so that's definitely something you should check out please subscribe and share this that's another thing that i really need to happen right now the channel is like small it's tiny it needs to get needs to get out there so people can know know about it and so if you see something that you like share it if you um got a buddy that was talking about a wants to hear a mountain bike podcast or something shoot him a link um i really really would appreciate that it means a lot to me like i said next week is um BKXE, that's going to be a really fun fun show uh, it will, it'll definitely be a good time I'm going to go ahead and hit this up here like this. And then we got that going on. So the last thing I want to say to you guys, and you guys know this is coming, right? It only takes a bike to be a biker. So get out and be one. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Alex. It was awesome, dude. Thank you, man.